You're listening to the Astrology Hub Podcast, practical wisdom for living your life on purpose. Hey there, my name's Amanda Poole Walsh, and I'm the founder of Astrology Hub. And I'm Donna Woodwell, your Cosmic Cruise Director for the week. (laughs) And we're here for your weekly forecast for the week of December 24th, 2018, and to give you a little glimpse into 2019 as well. All right, Donna, so tell us what's going on this week. Well, first of all, everyone, happy holidays. And can you believe that we made it through almost all the way through 2018? Mind-blowing. Every time, every year. I always say that. I'm sure, I'm sure people can relate. So Monday's forecast doesn't bode well for last-minute shopping. There is a very tense, there's a very tense alignment between the planets Mercury, which has to do with communication and commerce, and the planet Neptune, which has to do with um, illusion, delusion, and also intoxication. And having those two together is bound to bring frustration and miscommunications and confusions as a theme of the day. Now, in the daytime, if you're trying to run around and do some last-minute shopping, it's likely you're not going to be able to find what you're looking for or someone else will have just taken it off the shelf right before you arrived. In the evening hours, you probably want to make sure to have a designated driver and don't overdo it in the alcohol department because that's a recipe for having all kinds of alcohol-related accidents. Okay, so extra careful with with any sort of driving under the influence of anything. So plan to Uber, plan to have a friend or someone who can drive. And if we're out doing our last minute shopping, I mean, maybe we should just do it online just so we're not running around and there's less, um, oh, but it's too late for that. So we can't really do that. Okay, so hopefully you've all been listening to the podcast and you've heard Donna say over and over not to wait till the last minute this year. Um, so, but if you have, just give yourself a little bit more time and take some deep breaths and make sure you do some meditation in the morning so that you are more able to remain calm. As and they're... maybe give out some gift certificates and IOUs and go shopping after. <laughs> That's always an option. Okay, great. All right. So tell us about, for those people who celebrate Christmas, um, what, what's tomorrow, Christmas Day going to be like? Okay, so harmony reigns in the early hours of, of Christmas morning. It's actually a very pleasant morning. But in the afternoon, there is a little bit of disillusionment. Um, the moon squares planet Venus, which is often about pleasure and feeling loved. And for those of you who get a little sad around the holidays, there might be a moment where you, you felt like your expectations haven't been met or you are feeling a little lonely because of the holidays. So I don't know, Amanda, how do you feel around the holidays? You know, Donna, I, I grew up in what was kind of like a little bit of an, an idyllic family setting. I have three brothers. Um, my parents were super into the holidays. So it was always really festive and fun. And, you know, I've, I've gone through a divorce and I live far away from my family now. So the holidays can actually be really like sad at times and lonely. And I definitely go through like ups and downs. Um, So if you're out there and that's you, you're not alone and everyone isn't like, you know, having the best time ever and you're the only one not (laughs) there's, I do see it it was funny. I, I think it probably happened like three or five years ago, but I had that first holiday that was really depressing, like really sad. And I was like, Oh wow. Now I, I get it. Like I get why this isn't a super joyful time for everybody and why 
some of the, the false joyfulness around it can actually make everything feel worse, you know? Like every, every, every um, store you go into has the really happy music and, and everyone's supposed to be so happy and you're not feeling happy. So I think that, you know, it's just a really great time to honor the truth of where you're at and honor the feelings and, and not, you know, I've, I've had to work a lot with my expectations and just mm-hmm. let them go and just let it be what it is and um, do my best to love myself and love the people around me through it all. I think that sounds like excellent wisdom. <laughs> okay, so Wednesday morning, we are back in Virgo heaven. And I'm a Virgo, so I can say Virgo heaven, um, which seems appropriate for the day after Christmas, which um, in England they call Boxing Day. So on that British holiday, uh, it's tradition to box up gifts for those who don't have as much as you do. And so might want to take it as a time for um, honor the spirit of Boxing Day and do something in service to others. So whether that's maybe you feel the urge to just clean up around the house after the holidays and take those boxes that you've got lying around the house and fill them up with things that you realize you don't need, that you don't need to take into the New York year and take them off to goodwill and donate to them to someone else who could use them more in their own lives. Um, That would be an excellent use of the day. And I know that's what I plan on doing. Oh my gosh, Donna, I just read this study that said that 51% of the gifts that people receive for Christmas are unwanted and get returned or never used. And I love this. You know, first of all, we need to check like why we're doing what we're doing. You know, why are we like going crazy and running around buying gifts for people? And, you know, half the time they don't need them. They don't want them. You know, it's just kind of pointless. But then I love this too, this focus on, okay, well, what, what can we give to other people and how can we share and really circulate things um, versus buying everything new all the time? Yeah, it's a great part of the holiday tradition, I think to make sure that you, that you spend some time. I mean, if the spirit of the holidays is to um, have, you know, peace on earth and goodwill to the rest of humanity, then this needs to be part of the ritual too. Yeah. And I, and, and, and I'm always wondering how to do this in a way that's beyond, you know, physical gifts, like physical gifts are great. And and then there's also the, the spirit, the actual spirit of generosity, the actual spirit of joy, the spirit of kindness, the spirit of compassion. So, you know, we can be thinking of those things as we go throughout our day um, on, to, you know, this whole week really is, is an opportunity for us to practice that first and foremost for ourselves and also for each other. Yeah. And now 2019 is less than a week away. Can you believe it? So it certainly would feel good to start the new year's off with a clean sweep. So make sure you, first of all, tune in to what we're going to be talking about on Thursday, the 27th, when we go through some ideas on how to plan for the new year. But just as a brief preview, um, as years go, 2019 is rather a quiet year on the astrological front. Um, We've had some very, very difficult years in the past decade or so. And this one, um, there aren't a lot of major aspects the way that there have been. Most of those are in 2020. 
So we have this kind of lacuna, this brief respite where we get to realign ourselves with what we want to see the future look like with slight bit of breathing room. So a couple big things that are happening in the year. Um, as, as when you start out the year, there won't be any planets retrograde. So what that's feeling like for the first two months of the year, and two months with no retrogrades is a very long period of time. It's usually not more than a month, if at all. And so two months is like you're on the roller coaster and you're going really fast down the hill. So that makes planning before we get to that point even more important than it usually is because there won't be a lot of places to stop and catch your breath. The major aspect that's happening for the year is a tense alignment between Jupiter in Sagittarius, and Jupiter's all about how we uplift ourselves and connect to something bigger, whether it's idealistic or a belief or something that feels like makes us more than we thought we could be. And Neptune, who is in Pisces, and Pisces is all about our dreams and wishes for ourselves, but also our illusions and how we escape from what we don't want to look at, whether we're escaping into fantasy or into some kind of mind-altering substance or even into just binge-watching whatever's on television that week. So as these two planets meet three times in January, June, and September, it's a, it's a really interesting opportunity for us to think about what do we believe in? What is important to us? What sustains us that we can carry forward into 2020 when things get complicated? Okay, so everybody, like Donna said, tune in to the Thursday podcast, the 27th, because we will be giving you lots and lots of great tips and tools you can use to lay out 2019 so that you're prepared for 2020. So I, I always like to think of this, Donna, as this in-breath period. You know, there's, there's out-breath and there's in-breath and there's this natural cycle um, that we go through throughout our day, throughout our months, throughout our year. And this year itself is basically like an in-breath. It's a, it's a gathering of our resources, a realignment period, and it's really getting us set up for the very um, active and, I mean, would you say that 2020 is going to be a lot of change, a lot of um, what, if you had to say what 2020, what we're working towards, what would you call 2020? Transformation. Okay. Yeah. This is 2020 is the, is the real change point. Uh, I think people will, we've been dodging around the, oh yeah, stuff is happening. The climate's changing. I notice things, but we seem to not get serious about what needs to happen next. And this is the 2020 is the moment where we go, oh my gosh, I really have to change my behavior. And what that's going to mean for all of us, I don't know yet. But it's certainly going to be one of those moments where it's not just talk anymore, it's our actions are going to start shifting to reflect um, the new normal. All right. So we're going to help you get yourself prepared, body, mind, heart, and spirit. And we'll be going through that on Thursday. All right, so let's talk about Thursday, the forecast for Thursday. We just went a little bit into 2019, but let's bring it back to this week. Tell us what the energy is going to be like on Thursday, Donna. 
Wow. Um, as days go, Thursday is the busiest day of the week. There are so many aspects they barely fit on a little calendar page. So um, what that looks like to me is that you know people might have a nice, quiet Wednesday as they as people you know go through your house, get things organized. But Thursday, they all head back out to the stores and they're returning things and they're trying to get things all organized because um, they're taking back all those gifts that they didn't want. Um, so I would say just if you like a challenge, go for it. Or and then maybe afterwards plan for a nice quiet meeting uh, evening at home, M- maybe with your lover, or curl up with a good steamy book because Venus is in the air on Thursday night. And don't make yourself so exhausted during the day that you miss the the nice, lovely, luscious evening. <laughs> lovely, luscious, romantic, sexy. Is that what you're saying? Sure. It's even sexier on Friday night, which we'll get to in a moment. But All right, you know, let's go it's there. Such a- <laughs> Tell us about the weekend. Of course you want to go to Friday night already. All I had to do was say love is in the air on Friday, and Amanda's like, okay, I'm there. I am all signed up. So um, you might find more folks than usual are out and about town on Friday, um, going to nice dinners and romantic evenings. Um, the planet Venus is in a close sextile to uh, very intense, potent, and maybe a little obsessive Pluto. And that could be a very, very yummy evening, or it could be a very, very dark and intense evening, depending on your preference. So um, choose wisely on how you're going to use the energies for that day. And, you know, all things in good fun should be fine at the end of the day. It is a nice, happy alignment after all, but it is still Pluto. And Pluto has a way of getting to the very bottom, deepest, darkest heart and corners of things. Mm. So would you say if, if we're in a relationship that it might bring up some of the, the things that we don't want to address or look at? It's, again, it's a sextile that's usually an opportunity. And opportunities, okay. if it does bring those things up, it's probably a moment for healing and talking through them and not a moment where you're going to be afraid of the outcome. So if things do come up, then I would say go with them and see where see them as the gift that they are to talk through something that you might need to talk through. Um, but otherwise, I think it has more of the potential for you to explore. Um, what did what did Carolyn Elliott call it the other um, in her episode? Um, the existential kink. Exploring yes. that would be really good on on Friday night. Okay, very nice. All right, so let's talk about Saturday. Okay, well. Uh, the fourth quarter moon is happening on Saturday. So, and, and it's happening in the early hours of Saturday morning. So when we get to the quarter moons, um, it generally feels like a little bit of a disturbance in the force. Um, I've worked with a lot of groups over the years, and that's the time when uh, members of the group tend to raise their, their discontent and objections for no particular reason. It's just, you know, a lot of disgruntled unhappiness that seems to come and go really quickly. So that's the kind of energy that we're talking about with a last quarter moon. It's, oh, yes, but, and there's something. Now, it is happening in the middle, uh, I mean, in the early hours of the morning if you are in North America. So that might feel like some strange dreams that make you feel a little disconcerted. 
but it'll pass. So once you get past the morning hours, maybe you're a little hungover. Um, once you get past those, the day, Saturday actually shapes up quite nicely. And it's a nice day to just kick back and relax and enjoy your last round of vacation before you have to go back to work in 2019. And now Sunday's a good day for traveling if you don't mind a few surprises and delays along the way. There's a harmonious sextile between the um, planet Mercury, which has to do with traveling from place to place, whether it's short distance or long distance, um, and the moon, which usually bodes well for those who are off on adventures during the day. But it also opposes Uranus, which is the planet of surprises, among other things. And so if you are out and about, this is one of those times when you just don't mind a few surprises. You might. They might be good surprises. They might be something you never thought of before. So take deep breaths and adapt to whatever life sends your way. All right. Sounds like a great week ahead, Donna. Thank you so much for the input. All of you, um, make sure you tune in on Thursday because we will be going through your 2019 goal setting and intention setting, and we will be keeping um, Saturn and Capricorn in mind. So how to work with the Saturn and Capricorn energy and how to prepare your mind, body, spirit, and heart for 2020 and all of the changes that are to come that year. Thank you, everybody, so much for tuning in, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Hi there. This is Amanda, and I am so excited to invite you to an epic event that will help you kick off your new year with everything you need to know to make it your best year yet. Join Astrology Hub for our fourth annual free New Year Forecast Marathon. I've invited 12 of my favorite astrologers to clue you into the major themes of 2019 and help you identify the opportunities and challenges as we embark on this new year. The event is happening online over three days in January, and you can find more information and reserve your free spot by going to astrologyhub.com forecast and entering your name and email now. When you register, you'll also get a beautiful planning calendar for every lunar cycle of 2019. You can print it out and have it with you during the event for note-taking so you don't forget a thing as the year goes on. We'll only send the replay to those of you who register, so make sure and put your name on the list now. Go to astrologyhub.com forecast and reserve your free spot today. That's astrologyhub.com forecast. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Astrology Hub podcast. We can't wait to continue exploring with you and bringing you astrology's most practical wisdom so you can live your life on purpose. We'll catch you on the next episode. Hi, this is Chris Kaplan, the producer of the Astrology Hub podcast. This episode is over, but check the show notes for links to products and services you've heard about during this episode. And if you enjoyed our show, please subscribe and rate using the subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts.